All right. Welcome back to Outdoor Adventures Podcast. We've got uh, some special guests in the studio. These are the hunting legends in our family. So got my Uncle Billy to my left, my dad straight ahead from me, and my Uncle Charlie. And so these are the guys that taught us all how to hunt, that um, have taught us really everything we know. So I, I'm just happy to be here with you guys. I don't even care what you say. Just having being around you is always good for me. So uh, we were having fun before we started. They're ready for mission control to launch them to outer space with all this <laughs> stuff on. So we're set. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, we're telling hunting stories. That's the whole point of the podcast right now. And uh, you guys have a lot of them. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Just talk how you would normally talk. Tell us some of your stories. And so I'm going to start with, and this is coming from cousin dylan he wanted to know we've all heard the story of grandpa milt in the ojicos seeing all these deer crossing the road or whatever and saying boys we got to hunt here someday so we want to know if you guys were there during that story how that actually started what happened we'll start with you uncle billy yeah i remember that very well and i was just a little kid i was just barely five years old and we were moving from everett washington not everett washington pile rock no. Oh, yeah. We well, were, we moved so much. We moved from Washington, know. and we were living in Pilot Rock, and then we were moving from Pilot Rock to Sweet Home. And uh, we were driving down the road, and I remember standing up on the seat, and I was just a little teeny kid, and I was probably standing between Sharon or Karen or something. I don't know. And uh, Dad said, oh, and I thought it was sheep because that's all I knew about wildlife it was sheep, and they were deer, and it was there was a sign that said Little Hay Creek, and Dad, Dad said, we're coming back here to hunt this because it was the whole road for, like, a, a mile of deer uh, at, at least, and they were just on hundreds of yards on each side of the road. It was the biggest big pile migraine, of yeah. yeah. And they, I thought it was sheep, and Dad just went real slow, and we just <laughs> negotiated through them, and... and they bumping into us, and you could see all the big racks. Oh, my God, it was something else. So that's why we started the Little Hay Creek. Oh. I'm surprised he remembered it because it was years. Before we went back. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be kind of hard to forget that. Oh, man, it was something, I'll tell you. That. And then the headlights went out <laughs> on that car. He had a, what, it was a like a 56... DeSoto? Was that a Lincoln? The red no, and black it was a Lincoln. One? It was that red and black Lincoln. Yeah. And we were piled in there like sardines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was a... That was, was the whole family was in that? All of us. Yeah, we were all making a run from wherever we were, you know. So yeah. all nine kids? Nine, nine kids and mom and dad. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I was laying I in the floorboard. Uh, on the I hump. Think half of us were laying in the floorboard. <laughs> Someone's on the hump. Someone's in the back window laying down. Yeah. That's the way we traveled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were modern. <laughs> it was a different time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what? when did you guys start hunting? When, what's your earliest memory of hunting? I was I was like 13, and I had a 30-30. And I, it was at Little Hay Creek. And Dad just told me to follow that fence line. And so I won up the creek, and I went clear to the top of it. And that's when I threw the rocks over the deal, because he said, now, oh, yeah. when the sun's on the sunny side of a hill, that's where they'll be laying. And uh, so I picked up one rock, and I threw it over there. I didn't hear nothing. Then I picked up another rock, and I heard 
and it sounded just like you would to any big animal like that. It was the thunk of that rock hitting it in the side. <laughs> and, but it was an elk, and I never even heard of elk at that age. I really never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that thing went, just started crashing, and it, and all I could see was those horns, and I was ready to shoot. And if I could have saw a head or a neck, I would have shot. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Dad? When's your, what's your earliest memory? Well, I, uh, time-wise, I always get it scrambled, but... It was, I was a little older than Billy, and then, uh, let's see, I think Kathy's brothers, you know, said, no, you got to get a rifle, and they took me to Strawberry. And other than that, we'd, we'd hunt later on up the Kalapuya when I was young, but I didn't shoot, you know, I just rode along. And uh, anyway, so we went up to Strawberry, spent the night in the back of a pickup, froze, you know, because it was a canopy on there. And it was pretty funny, and so we walked out, and uh, it's cliffs in a shale rock, and so I slipped over the the side, and went down, and was on this little ledge. <laughs> I didn't realize how precarious it was until daylight came, when the deer would start coming, and then I go, "Oh, this ain't good at all." I scratched my rifle just getting out of there because I'd I'd go up about five feet, and then I'd slide down the shale. And if I missed my little foothold, I would have been over the. Uh, that would have been it. Yeah, first I, and last. I wouldn't time. be here. Yeah. No, it was it was that bad. But I, when I went, it was dark, and I was excited, and I just did what I shouldn't have done. Well, and Strawberry Mountain was. They don't. I don't think there's a deer season there anymore. But I think it was three point or better. So you yeah, had to shoot a bigger buck. Yeah, it was three or four. I can't remember. But, yeah, they had to be big bucks. And they were full of big bucks in that area. But anyway, Joey and uh, Mike, we were just walking back. High noon, sun was out. And here's this buck. And so I'm letting them shoot because these guys were good at duck hunting. They never missed duck and geese. And they emptied their guns. And I didn't even <laughs> shoot because I figured it'd drop. And... uh then they start cussing because that deer just took off and they're just cussing like crazy. So I take off running and they said, where are you going? I said, I ain't going to sit here and cuss with you boys. I'm trying to get another opportunity. And, and so I, I went running like the wind and then behind me I heard a branch snap. That deer went clear down all the way around us and I don't know why it came back like that. But then I spun in the tall grass and it was just moving its head back to line up with its body to take off, and then I shot because I just had the neck shot, you know. That was it. And that was your first buck. First buck. Yeah. Good one. And Uncle Charlie, how about you? What's your first memory? Uh, well, it wasn't deer hunting. It was uh, Brother Bob had a twenty-two uh, single-shot rifle oh, he got. I, I think you were that one. He got it when he worked at IGA, I believe, or somewhere. No, I swapped a road race set for it. At high school, oh. for Winford Gibbs. Oh, okay. But that was uh, that was <laughs> kind of became the family gun. Yeah. I don't know if I stole it that morning, but I I ended up with it, and I walked to the junior high school because um, you could buy from the principal's office uh, a box of twenty two shells for twenty five cents, <laughs> and so I went up there and I bought five boxes twenty two shells, and uh, coming back you had to walk clear across down through the swamp and I uh, I seen a rooster pheasant and I started being real close and it'd run like crazy and I'd catch up with it and it'd fly 
but it didn't have much of a place to go. So I, I'd catch up with it and I'd take a shot at it and try to hit it in the head. Finally, I got it real close to the house, and why was I proud of that thing, bringing it home? Well, yeah, what a different time when you could go buy 22 shells from your principal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kidding. They had a, I don't know if it was a uh, in PE or... No, it was in the gym. Yeah, it was in the gym, but I don't know if it was for PE or was this after school. It, it was, they taught us all how to shoot. They taught us how to shoot in the sweet home <laughs> junior high, <laughs> in the gym, shooting at these uh, wedge-shaped... Uh, yeah. With a twenty-two? 22s. Yeah. Full size. Every, <laughs> there was like 15 people lined up with 22s laying on their belly yeah. and uh, shooting these targets. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I say wow way too much on this show. I'm trying to work on that, but oh. I don't know how not to on that one. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> so um, let's talk about what's changed over the years. So, you know, something of interest to all of us was when – you guys first started hunting over east. I'm guessing back then you could just buy a deer tag for the whole state of Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you picked eastern and western eventually. Maybe you could kill a buck or a doe. I, do you remember some of those well, changes that could, happened? You could uh, – you bought your hunting license, and that was good for the whole state. Yeah. And, the, and your tag covered both sides. And then you could buy a bull tag. And then so you could harvest a, a doe back, whatever, anywhere. Yeah, if, if you missed the rifle season, you could come back home and get your doe or get the uh, bow tag. If you didn't fill your tag. If you didn't yeah. fill your tag. So, yeah, there was everything. But we'd just take off and drive clear to eastern Oregon sometimes. Yeah. By China Hat outside yeah. of Bend, and we'd hunt that. Hunt yeah. all the way back. And then we'd hunt all the way back. And yeah. if we didn't get anything over there, we'd cut up Canyon Creek. We've got them two big four points. Or Metolius. Metolius would swing yeah. yeah. So you could hunt east side and west side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just a bought a deer state. tag and you yeah. just started hunting. Yeah. 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 And I don't know why it's still not like that. They can just put out a certain amount of tags and then yeah. you, you draw and you get it, but you hunt wherever you want to hunt. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when it changed? Yeah, it was the uh, our governor. What's her name? Roberts. Yeah, oh gosh. Um, well, I remember I didn't like it when it changed. No, she changed it, and she, for some reason, she put all of our information down to California. So when you'd call with a complaint or anything, you'd be calling California for an Oregon law. Hmm. Barbara Roberts. Yeah. She's the one that changed that. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that was disheartening for me. I couldn't stand it no more. Oh, yeah. It was very difficult to not be able to hunt where you wanted to hunt. So, or, or, like, for us, our complaint is getting to go when we want to go. You yeah. know, where when we switched units, and we don't mention the unit we hunt in currently, but uh, when we made that switch, we don't, uh, you know, you get that tag every five years. And that's yeah. a long time. You look through these books that we just looked at, and it's, you know, 15 years has gone by, and there's three hunts in there. And so, yeah. yeah, we've all done different things. And as families, I feel like we've all, you know, done different things to make sure we're still hunting. But it's just different than it used to be when we used to oh, be able yeah. to go all the time. Oh, yeah. And, and you looked forward to it every year or every other year, or, you know, when we were kids growing up. And you guys always, we talked about this previously, you guys always really planned the hunt. You know, you'd get together at Grandpa's house and you'd figure out what you're going to eat, how you're going to do everything. Talk about that a little bit, whoever wants to start. Well, well, that's how we did it. We'd just yeah. figure out how many days we were going to be. We'd just collect money. I went shopping with Dad one year, and just me and Dad, and uh, he liked really fine stuff, you know, so he'd 
and then we'd just figure out what the bill was and everybody would pay into it. And then, uh, well, as long as you had enough eggs, yeah, we were all right. <laughs> yeah. We had uh, plenty of <laughs> eggs. Mm-hmm. <Good> ham. <laughs> egg sandwiches. Ham and tomatoes. Whoever got that last eggs out of the pan ended up with a sandwich about a mile high. Yeah. <laughs> so but, it, but yeah, when he was done, yolk all over his elbows. We always ate good. We, yeah. did. we always yeah. ate real good. Yeah, you guys were always good cooks. And let's talk about when us kids started coming. So now that I have kids and, you know, Jason and Chris have kids and Russell's got kids, it's fun to bring your kids, but it also changes the dynamic of your hunt. Because for me, hunting is an escape from everything. Yeah, the normal life. So once you bring your kids, it's the whole world's colliding thing, right? You're bringing your kids into what used to be your – and, yeah, you want to teach them and – so let's talk. We'll start with you, Uncle Billy. Like when you first started bringing Jason and Chris, what was that like for you? It was actually a lot of fun, except for they were so noisy, you know. Because <laughs> you have these you have these trails that you like to walk every year. We sit and camp, and I'm going to go that way in the morning. I'm going that way, and I'm going yeah. this way, where everybody knew where they were going. And uh, I just remember Jason and Chris <laughs> when they were kids. I'd say you gotta walk, and and they'd just be concentrated, and I'd be about forty yards ahead of them, and I'd look back there, and they were just creeping, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be quiet. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, you gotta stay up with me, but <laughs> you still gotta be quiet. How about so, you, Dad? Yeah, when well, you first brought us. Well, yeah, I it I always hunted alone usually, because it just was easier for me. I'd go out there, and you get in your head. You know, and it's quite the adventure because you're you're fantasizing all these monster bucks coming at you. You know, it's either you or them. You know, and what I'd like to do is walk out as far as I felt to go and go to sleep under a tree, and the chipmunks would be tattling on you because they knew you were there, and they'd start squawking around. But anyway, I'd always go to sleep out there just for a half hour or so, and then it'd be like a new hunt. Because everything changes. If you wait 15 huh? minutes, the whole woods change. But I wanted to say something, too. You know, when you guys came, it was just like then I was more concerned for safety and all that kind of stuff. I had to worry more. Yeah. And that's that's on me. That's just my nature. I try not to, but, you know, that's not good. Well, when you said that thing about what's changed now from when we hunted, well, remember Charlie's story about shooting 22s in the gym uh, and buying shells from the principal. I yeah. mean, think about it. And I took my that uh, road race set to the high school and traded Winford for that 22 Charlie was talking about right there in the parking lot. It was not uncommon yeah. no. to have rifles in there or pistols or whatever you had. Yeah. Because it was, people respected all that stuff. So yeah. it was safe. Yeah. yeah. Most most pickups had a, a rack, a gun in rack. the back window yeah. with with guns on it. Yeah, you know. How about you, Charlie? When you started bringing Robert and Russell, uh, I liked it a lot. We had the Honda seventies, and uh, we just had a ball between hunts with the kids. And it seemed like it was, uh, you know, went real smooth that transition. I didn't mind it at all. See, those those are my memories. Was getting on the Honda 90s or 70s mm-hmm. and shooting BB guns. Yeah. Uncle Billy would always tell us a clean camp is a happy camp. I remember that vividly. <laughs> he would always keep us keeping the camp clean, you know. And 
just you guys telling stories. Some of the stories that always stood out to me were that five point that was smiling at you, and you guys can talk about that one here in a little bit. And then when you had doe tags and you were missing just because you were shooting at does, that always is a memory of mine. Um, and just listening to some of those stories was the best time for us as kids. And I, I, I've only brought my son a couple times, but I know the first time Russell brought his boys, it was so fun to have kids in camp because they're out there whittling or they're making primitive weapons with obsidian or, you know, just it yeah. was fun to have that change from all of us crusty old guys, you know? Yeah. So uh, let's talk about that uh, smiling five point. Oh, that was a good, that was a fun <laughs> time. Me and Bob went out in the morning and uh, we walked miles and miles across the desert, big yeah. emptied prairies, and then there'd be gulches with all full of trees, you know, every now and then you'd see them. And we we went a long ways and we're walking back toward camp, you know, and we're not exactly sure if, exactly if we're in the right area, but we were. And uh, all of a sudden this buck come running from the timber line. It was down into one of those gutters and uh, it came running and and I went running out and Bob said, hey, why don't you sit down? That bullet's going to travel a lot faster than you are. I said, oh yeah. So <laughs> I, I was using Lucky's 270. It's a flat shooting and faster than hell. And uh, I don't know, I guess it was about 150 yards. It was out there, yeah. And uh, so I got down on my ass and put that gun in between my knees. So I, had, I just had a perfect shot. And I put the, put the scope right on its black nose, hoping to get it right in the throat because I was used to my gun, my odd yeah. six. And uh, I squeezed the trigger off, and I just seen a, like a giant water balloon blew up. That's what I seen in the scope. And that thing jumped up in the air and its feet it looked just like a cartoon all four feet were just go, <laughs> a just, dust pile just rolling yeah. like crazy and it took off and i said shit and bob didn't wait around he he, he popped it and knocked it down huh. got a kill shot on it right there and all its teeth were blown all over the place then an old man came walking up out of that oh out, yeah out of those trees <laughs> while we were gutting it and he goes well that's a nice buck he's the one that actually probably jumped it up yeah he did i'm sure because it yeah. came out of there running like crazy it was oh, running yeah. fast yeah we just as kids when you guys would tell that story it was always we had this vision like you said of a cartoon of the smiling five point running i don't know why it was smiling in my head but just because <laughs> probably Cause where you shot meant, it yeah, yeah. The yeah. Bullet. you know how like the road runner's feet would move when he yeah. jumps up and takes off that's exactly what that thing looked like yeah yeah it was a cloud of dust and it came shooting out of that cloud it was hilarious dad how about the year you guys had the doe tags over east talk on that a little bit oh yeah yeah well billy and i went there and uh <laughs> i didn't sleep because i was on graveyard at the mill, and Billy didn't get much any sleep either, I don't think. Not much. So we went over there, and we were a little tired, you know, coffeeed up, jittery, and so we uh, we said, well, yeah, we'll get a couple of nice toes, and we'll come back. And we just get into the area, and there's these beautiful, nice, big toes. <laughs> just a gift. We could have just shot them and went home. But we said, ah, it's so early. <laughs> and we started debating while these does are moving about. 
And then pretty soon we go, gosh, we really ought to take them. And by now, they're, they're just about ready to crest the hill, so it's getting more desperate, so we're going to take them. And so we both shoot nothing, you know, just nothing. And then we went up to where they were and down a ways, and then there was this cliff, and we see no hide or hair of them. It was, so we figured they had to be reindeer, and they flew off. Because so, we could not see where they went. It was wild. And then, so we go, okay, we got to get serious here. And then there was a coyote, and we remember that run, coyote <laughs> yeah. run, just alongside the road. He wouldn't go into the brush, so we shot at him just to get him off the road. And he, oh, gosh, that was funny. But anyway, then it was getting towards evening, and we said, we better get serious here. We were trying to hit him, but maybe not. I don't know what was the matter with us. I don't either. It that was, was so weird, wasn't it? Because yeah. you couldn't figure it out. So anyway, I said, I'll bet if I just calm down and put my gun right where I know it hits. And and so I did that on the next one. It just dropped like that. And then Billy shot at this one in the road. Remember that? Yeah. And it was, uh, I said, no, I think we're on, Billy. We're just not thinking that we want to get this animal. And yeah. so that really plays into You were door hunting, well, not, you, not you, really you, serious. Yeah. Then the one you got, you shot it right in the eye. Yeah. It was on the road. And then you... you then I took your rifle. Yeah, you grabbed the 30-30 because I was shooting Dad's big Weatherby. And I'm sure I was hopping over everything. I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't figure it out, but I, I shot like a box of shells without hitting nothing. Well, you feel like you're shooting blanks sometimes yeah. you know, when you're <laughs> off like that. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. <laughs> I, I didn't realize Grandpa had a Weatherby. What caliber was he hunting with? 7mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a beautiful gun. Same as Jason. Beautiful. Yeah. Mark V. It was a nice gun. Well, um, Jerry has that, or had that gun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's just talk about other memories, I guess, that you guys have. Go ahead, Charlie. Share a memory with us that you, comes to mind of a uh, memorable trip or a deer or just anything in camp. Uh, that, that hunt that uh, where they shot the smiling buck um i think it was opening morning i walked up this we were at a place we'd never been before yeah rager yeah. and i Our, just took an easy know. route and uh walked up this cat road and uh oh gosh went about three or four miles i think and i i seen a, a, just the glint of a horn across this mesa we were in the desert bush country and uh I seen that and I thought it was a deer standing and then I watched it for about 30 minutes and it was just standing there so I thought well let me get a good rest here and I'll shoot that thing it was probably 250 yards away so I shot and it almost like that buck you're talking about just like it ran in place and it kicked up a cloud of dust so bad I couldn't see it and I was waiting for it to uh, to clear and that as soon as the dust cleared enough that buck jumped toward me over this fence. I didn't even see the fence before that. So I shot as it was going over the fence and it fell down dead. And apparently that buck was laying down with his arms kind of in front of him, his legs. And that bullet hit the <laughs> dust and just made a little crease in his arm right there, went under him. And that was part of that cloud of dust was that bullet. It got him all fired up. Yeah. And that was that same gosh. trip. That same trip. Yeah. And uh, yeah. gosh, I had to drag that thing by myself. I think all the way back, or almost all the way back. Was that the trip, too, where you guys fought the yellow jackets for a deer, or was that a different trip? 
No, so I, that, that was, was Metolius. Metolius. And yeah. I think Charlie got the buck. Yeah. In in uh, over in Little Hay. Well, no, no, it was on the way back to Prineville up we, that driveway. No, no, we missed that oh, one. Oh yeah, that's right. But that was a time where we hunted Eastern Oregon, and then we didn't get nothing there. So we we come back in the Metolius. We were driving in. And we seen a buck and a couple of does jump across That's the road, right. and you yeah. guys let me out, and you were going to circle around. That was a uh, interesting deer. That deer walked into that. It was real thick forest, and I just was standing there, kind of scanning around, and that thing was silhouetted on the top of this hill, just perfect looking at me. And that was kind of facing towards the Highway 20 over there, so I didn't really want to shoot. So I. I waited a few seconds, and it walked just down below. And like you guys shooting at those does, I had a perfect shot with my Ot 6 and bam, and the deer just stood there like, what the? I thought, what the? I mean, it was, it was close. Yeah. And I thought, geez. And I jacked another shell in there and, you know, got on target then, but... That well, was and, the craziest And feeling. didn't the, the bees were all over it? Oh, where you guys, well, yeah. well, that's after yeah. we hung it. We hung it in the yeah. Metolius. Right by Jack yeah. Creek. Jack yeah. Creek. Right by a <laughs> creek, which you, you don't want to do that to me. <laughs> we kind of hung it over the creek, really. Pretty yeah. close. On a limb. It was right there. Probably yeah. right by a yellow jacket nest or something. Yeah. Well, oh, I remember gosh. walking back, and Billy said, I thought you skinned that thing because it had that, that many yellow jackets all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's inside me. the deer bag. Yeah. So we, t- we took a tarp and we threw it down and then we took the tailgate off the truck. Yeah, and we threw a rope around the, the deer's leg and when we cut it down, you'd run in there and cut one rope and then run like hell. And when we finally cut it down, it landed on tarp and we drug it into the pickup and just took off driving. Yeah. And, uh, I've seen the pictures of the tarp and the tailgate and all yeah. that because there is pictures of that. <laughs> no, you're dragging that. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's well, a memory for there me. There was a big ball of bees too in the deer bag you know because it blew in the wind from the truck and it yeah we had, <laughs> to, we cut had to cut it, it, we had it stop and <laughs> yeah, cut it that. and jump back in without getting <laughs> stuff we were wrapped up like a bunch of <laughs> we, we, medieval we, beer yeah we weren't giving up our venison we no, wouldn't do no. that but they chewed that thing all to pieces oh Gosh. they did they tenderized yeah. it well if you think about our family and our hunting trips we've been really successful i think i mean we've had a lot of good success i mean there's oh, been yeah, years where yeah. we haven't taken home animals but all you guys are really good shots. I mean, we you do miss. I mean, everybody misses every yeah. once in a while. But typically, we've we've come home with yeah. meat, you know, generally. Yeah, I mean, usually. I, yeah. I think we're blessed in that way. Um, sure. But also, you know, we do put some energy into it, too. Yeah, I, I never have missed with that Parker Hale I got. Never have missed with that. Yeah. Gun. And it's the only time I've ever done any missing is when I'm shooting another <laughs> rifle that somebody say, try this one oh, out, yeah. you know. Yeah. And... uh like that 270, I mean, that son of a gun will, if, if you put it there at 300 yards, it's going to hit there. Yeah. That damn thing's just so. What, Lucky's gun? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's got Very a bull nice. barrel on it. It was, a, it was a target rifle. Yeah. That's hmm. a good gun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dang it, yeah. I shot that hail, hail bop at that. Uh, that was another deer that was silhouetted. Well, you hit it. Yeah. Well, hit? that's a story. That, that, that was. Uh, <laughs> It was a long way. It was almost dark, and uh, we was, I remember exactly where we were, but it was up on this long hill 
away from us, and that deer was silhouetted. I think there was another deer there, but yeah, you could two. barely see it. And I had a good rest. I asked for his gun because uh, it's always been right on for me. And I, I shot, and the deer just went, psh, fell right straight down. And we left all our guns there. Chris, Billy, and I started walking up. Don't ever do that. Yeah. We start walking up to that deer, <laughs> way up that hill. We were all huffing and puffing, and that dang deer jumps up right in the middle of us and just stands there looking at us, snot hanging out of his mouth. And so on the, we had no weapon at all, not even a knife. And I, the, the tree cutters had been through there, and they had cut some juniper just in chunks, and the, there was about a chunk of, uh, of log only about four inches around, but it had a, about a six-foot limb stuck to it. And I grabbed that limb and pulled it loose from the ground. And I swung it about four times and then whacked that deer right on top of the head. And Chris started going, Wah! <laughs> <laughs> It was a mess, man. It was terrible. We had to do something. And yeah. then it knocked it flat down. And then uh, I had to do another swing. It started getting back up. So I swung it about four loops and then whack, And it killed it. Wow. Is that uh, was that an east or west? East. Oh, you get, you get I've a, never heard that one. Tell oh, that story gosh. of that. Uh, Somebody did have a, a knife because they because they reached in and jabbed it after I, you clubbed I, I think after the second hit. Yeah, I but think that was Jason. What about you, that arrow? Uh, no, it was Chris. You and I, I believe. No, which one, Bob? Chaz, when you shot that, you had one arrow left and no no feathers in it. Oh, you shot yeah. at that? had had two feathers and. <laughs> I'd shot that in practice. And yeah. It made it about a three-foot loop as it was going through the air. I, that was, I just came back from California. And you hit it right in the with butt. With my bell bottoms and platform oh, shoes. Right in the butt. And I missed the hunting season, so I had to buy a, a bow tag. And I went to uh, Payless downtown and bought a Ben Pearson 55-pound bow. And it's so a dozen. You didn't even own a bow. You were no. just like, I missed hunting never season. I'm going to go buy a bow. I never yeah. shot it. And never the technology probably yeah. then was a little different than that. Yeah, now. it was just a, a, a long, <laughs> long bow, you know. Yeah. And I bought a dozen hunting arrows with tips on them. And uh, went, I was Mary's Peak. And I had shot every one of those arrows, but the crappy one that only had uh, two feathers on it. I, I didn't, I never did find any of the arrows either. And. There was a doe standing in the middle of the road, and I pulled up like that and shot and hit it in the hip. And the arrow bounced right back out of it. I don't know what the heck went on there, but it knocked it down. And I went over there to it and had to had to jump on it and stab it in the throat. And, I think it just. I think you know, it had a heart attack. Something. Are you paralyzed? It paralyzed because it, it just had to hit it down and it just. Whoop, because you, you can see when we skinned it out, it went through the skin, and then it, it made like a half-inch deep little hole. Yeah, it didn't hardly go in. But that, that, that was the weirdest thing I ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was crazy. crazy. <laughs> Surprising. But another time, another time you had that, that my gun there, that 7mm, and we were over by Brownsville. We went up Scott Mountain, and you shot way down there at that bar. Oh, yes, yes. And he knocked, he he hit it right in the horns, and it knocked that bastard cold, and it just mm. it bam down on the ground, and he he I don't know he was looking at something. I said, Charlie, get another shell in that. But I had those stoop that box of shells that had the mixed up. Oh, it was a short mag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and it wouldn't jack in there because I said, Charlie, that son of a bitch, this after about two minutes, I said, that son of a bitch is moving. And it jumped up and took off. There was nothing wrong with it. Didn't hurt yeah. it at all. It just hit no. it right in the horn. Oh, that was a nice, <laughs> nice buck. Man. Just stunned him and put him down for a little bit. <laughs> Did, get away? Yeah. Did it get away? Yeah. yeah. Got oh, away. gee. It jumped over. <laughs> we tried to find it for a long time. Boy, but it. it no dazed and confused. No blood or nothing. It hit totally. it right in the horn. Just knocked yeah. it out. Wow. Totally. I, uh, I thought it was a doe. It had its head in this fir tree, a little brand new planted fir tree. Yeah. And I, I had the doe tag. So I was going to shoot for the head, you know, because I kept waiting for the head. And then when the popped out, that daggum horn come out, I thought, oh, man. And then I saw I, I must have pulled up a little bit, got excited, and hit it in the horn. <laughs> I thought we were high-fiving, and he, we were oh, playing. Yeah. We had this much time. He said, well, I'll sit here in the truck, to, to, and then you go around the bottom where it's at, and I'll yeah. point you because it was brushy. So you wouldn't lose it, yeah. So we started doing that, and then damn thing jumped up. And, uh, it was crazy. Oh, boy. Now, you guys all went on a hunt this last year. What has changed for you as far as just your experience, what it's like for you to go out there and do it now? Obviously, we know some things have changed in the deer population, but, you know, what's different from the old days? I, I don't think too much. I think it was uh, I think it was just as much the f- same feeling was there for me. Just, yeah. I really. Felt I think good, it gets better every time. I was getting yeah. down. I was getting healthy wise. I was getting down in the gutter, so it was a little that that yeah. that was different for me. Yeah, that's harder. But sure. I, I'll get better on that. I'm a, that's what I'm working on now is my health. Yeah. What about desire? Hunt. I mean, you have so I'm um, dad and I talk about this every once in a while. It's like. And I'm, already, I'm only in my 40s, but I'm already kind of, I don't have as much desire to take an animal as I used to when I was younger. You know, like, really, when you're really young, you're like, man, I really want to go get a deer. Yeah. And now, I want to go on that experience. I just want to go. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love the idea of bringing home meat. I mean, I'm happy to take a deer, yeah, but that. That's just a bonus. That Yeah, that drive is <laughs> yeah. not what it was when I was oh, younger. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. Gosh, when I was a kid, <laughs> I remember that, you just almost stay up all night just so you can beat it. Yeah. And you'd go out there and just freeze your ass off. And as soon yeah. as that sun started coming up, you'd go, wow, yeah. <laughs> it got colder. Yeah. <laughs> well, too, I, I think, you know, when you're young, you, you're disappointed if you come home and don't get one. You say, dog, got it. I wanted to get a deer. And now... If you get one and say, doggone it, I got one. Now I got to go clean it and dress it and stuff. Because now I'm just as happy. I said, I I grab a taco on the way home. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. You can't hardly eat it. Uh You know, so you got to monitor that because you don't want anything to waste, you know. But it's nice to have uh, one, I don't care if it's a little deer or whatever, just one deer in camp so you can have meat if you want it or let the kids. Work yeah. on it, you know. Oh yeah, I like to have one deer yeah. in Hang camp it, for sure. That, that's kind of important to me. Well, that that one year we went to, we went over where we went. That we got ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't even. That was great. You couldn't even leave camp with somebody else not saying, "I got another one. We got to hang it up." We didn't. Yeah. Eat. We that, didn't eat for a few days there. No, just we did. It was a game processing plant. Oh, yeah, God. I remember that. Yeah, that oh, was fantastic. Gosh. We what were riding them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I was shooting that, that gun that was all messed up. It was like a pipe with a nail and a rubber band. Oh, I remember you that. Know, it was about that yeah. accurate. Yeah. I, I let Charlie shoot in case it was all me, and no. he said, it ain't you. I was close, too. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, that was a dear experience right there. Oh, that was horrible. Ah, I do not like that. And that's <clears throat> why you should prove your weapon mm -hmm. and make sure you're confident uh, in your rifle. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's a must. Uh, just something about I having tell a rifle that, that fits you and everything else. Yeah. Cause, yeah. And then somebody will say, well, hey, why don't you take take this one? I ain't never doing that again. Yeah. No, no, I've done it, and I yeah. don't don't want to do that again. Well, in the confidence in your gun, like you yeah. were talking about your right. gun, Uncle Billy, you never miss with that one. And Dad's two forty three. I mean, that thing, I go to sight that in every year. You fire one shot, and it's on the bullseye. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 So, And what's your go-to gun, Charlie? Uh, I'm in between. I don't have a go-to gun. I had a. I had my original thirty out six. I bought when I was fifteen or sixteen, and uh, I shot that thing. It's a revolution. I shot it forever and killed a lot of deer with it. But it just started going. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't as accurate anymore. It's like and, mine. Yeah, it just his it, went bad mm -hmm. too, and I don't have one. I'm using Lucky's two seventy. Because it's a tried and true. That's the one I'd get to know, Charlie. Because that thing is—it's yeah. just oh, it's, like just it's like that part awesome. for Hill. It's just—it's it, accurate. Yeah. But I'm looking for some kind of gun for a different gun. Are you dreaming about a caliber? Uh, I'd like to have a 270 Roberts. I don't know why. I just like that name. Yeah. Or 275 Roberts or 270. I don't remember. I like that. And there's but several no, different calibers I like. No, that. That 270 there, that lucky gun. I'm not kidding you. That's yeah. that's just like that Parker Hale I got. It's that way. Yeah. And uh, but I I just never wanted to get too used to it because you know it's just heavier than hell. Cause oh, it, yeah. it's it got is. that big bull barrel on it. Yeah, dust or you, lucky so you can shoot that thing for. Well, with my ot six, you know, I go out and I shoot it once. It's a bullseye at 100 yards every time. Yeah. The first shot. Yeah. The second shot's going to be six inches wherever the hell it wants to be, and you uh, can't, it will not correct, and you don't no, want to correct same it. Same as mine. So, wow. I'm going to try that. Hard. I'm going to try that cleaning stuff they got. Yeah. They got a new cleaning stuff. It really stuff. helped mine. Try that it's out. That copper something you pour down the barrel, blue stuff. It, it helps. It did work for mine. Clean your weapons. Yeah. You know, have them. Because, man, but one, I did use one uh, shot, and the next one is, it's six, yeah, it's, 12 inches that's off. Still good. Hmm. Either I did high, use, low, right, left. Robert had a 270 that I was, he was in North Carolina, so I used his for like four years. That was really good, too. He, I sent that to him in the mail. Has he been hunting in North Carolina yet? No, but he asked, he said he wanted, had somebody to hunt with, and he wanted me to uh, send those guns to him. But boy, was that a mess. That was about three weeks of fight I'm, I'm to try surprised. to get those sent. I'm surprised you even got it done. I am too. The yeah. way it's shit's going in this country crazy. these days. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of whitetail over there, I think. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of deer there. Yeah. He, he goes to work. I think he drives an hour to work every day. And there's deer every day on both sides of the road. And there's a lot of them hit on the road. And that's fun for me is just seeing deer. Like on my place, there's always does running around, and I'll see a buck every once in a while. And just I, I just like seeing deer. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And we've talked about this on the show before, but you know, as kids growing up, 
whenever we'd see you guys, we just wanted to talk to you about the next hunting trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like I ever talked to you about hardly anything else. I'd see you at a <laughs> yeah. family reunion, and I'd be like, where are we going next year? Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know. Well, hey, where are we going next year? That's Boy, I don't know. I think let's go to the same place we went last year. We can get that. It's, we don't have to wait five years. And there's plenty of area in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that road that was all you couldn't drive in, we could walk that whole deal if we're up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know. You know, you know that when we seen all those deer when we were moving down here. Yeah. And uh, that's the migratory herd. And, and we hit that over there that one year, too, when the guy, the ranger said it sounded like Vietnam up there. Oh, right, right. Because there were that many deer. They got yeah. into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Do you think the deer numbers have gone gone down since the old days? Yeah, here they have in the valley for sure. Oh, over in there this too, side. though. I I remember walking up Little Hay Creek Trail in the morning. I'd count eighty deer. We would all count eighty, ninety, hundred yeah. deer. Yeah, and we'd you'd, you'd never see all their heads, but you know you'd see them jump up and their white butts taking off. And yeah, a lot of does, but there'd be bucks in there. There'd sure. be bucks in there. It, it seems like there's. Uh, um, more uh, bucks, though, per does than there used to be. Hmm. We used to see, like you say, 40 or 50 does each going out to hunt and only maybe a few spikes. Yeah. And now if you see five deer, one of them's a buck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen that even in my neighborhood. All the does always have bucks. Mm-hmm. All the babies are bucks, mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. know why. And then, like, the elk on the refuge by my house, mm-hmm. they're all bulls. So the, that herd was 13 animals, and now it's 10, and there's like six bulls. Wow. So wow. It's, those cows are, you know, just... Did, did they let you hunt that? No, it's the Ankeny Wildlife Refuge. Oh. No. They're cool to see, though. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, what else can we talk about? We don't have to keep well, talking. Have you ever, you ever seen the elk out there? What's the name of that road? Old Brownsville Road. Or those, that old school road? Yeah. And... uh you're heading toward Brownsville, but it's just it's little road. school road. There's 60, 80 elk oh, out there. Denny's They'll school? be right on the road. No, and and I, I would drive that way on my way to work, and, and, <laughs> and the elk would be trying to cross. And so I'd, I'd head up on them, and they'd stop, and they'd all get back in the field. They had to cross the road and two fences. And then they'd start crossing again. They'd look at me like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'd drive them. I'd just play with them so yeah. I could just look it up. Oh, they were so beautiful. Yeah. They are. Yeah, it's there's, amazing There's to more see elk it. here now than there used to be. Oh, there is. And then the deer population has gone way yeah. But we, we still, we don't have access to the hunting like we used to. You know, no. Snow Peak oh, is yeah. no good. And... You know, you can't hardly go any place anymore. Well, these big timber companies, you have to buy a permit to hunt yeah. their property yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. What, what would it take to get a hold of the game commission, a bunch of guys, older guys, and sign a, sign a deal and say, we want this law. If, if you're 65 or older, you yeah. should be able to hunt anywhere in the state if you got yeah. a tag. Why that's, don't you do that for the old law? I mean, I just no, bought that's a good my, idea. That. Yeah, I just bought my $6 license for this year, you know. Yeah. That's a nice benefit, but yeah, you, know, you got to let me hunt with the limited years I got left yeah. for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah. yeah. No, we we talk about that too. It's like you only have so many hunting seasons, you yeah. know, and why not let you get out there and sure. you know, yeah. you're not going to be yeah. going 30 miles. I mean, I no. wonder if no. anybody's ever brought that to them. I don't uh, see why not. Yeah. I don't even know. Do you remember that time, Elk Hunting, Uncle Charlie, where 
I was driving on the highway, and I happened to have my window down, and I heard you yell Sam from the top oh, of the, yeah. the hill. Do you remember yes, that story? I'm sure, I remember what, that. Tell That's us your scary. version of that, because I've talked about it before. But oh, I, gosh. I don't know. That, I felt like that was a miraculous moment to even it hear was, you. It was. It was crazy. Well, I had headed out that morning hunting, and I think it was like the third or fourth day of hunting. We were pretty tired. And I went behind the camp, our normal place, and got clear to the top. And they had done some logging up there. The roads changed. And so I, you know, went the easiest path. And I started heading down the other side. I knew it was towards that road, but that I figured that was 10 miles away. And I got turned around, and then I absolutely was lost. I just, you know, followed some tracks and got on things and thought I was going to get an elk because I heard him. And, um, I ended up totally lost and checking my pockets for matches and, and <laughs> I found a water source, you know. I figured I was going to spend the night. And I I heard the highway down there. This is from a- after hours of yeah, wandering around. I, I remember the whole deal. And I seen Sam's... Uh, Suburban or, or yeah, it was a Explorer Burgundy Tahoe. Yeah. yeah, I seen that Burgundy coming there. It was a long ways. I was still up on top of the hill, and I hollered, "Sam!" Just screamed, you know, a couple times, and he it stopped. And I said, "What the hell?" And so I started running, man, down there. That was crazy. That that was that, that cow elk hunt. Yeah, it was November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was snow every day. Yeah, and. I just happened to—I don't know what happened. I don't even know my 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 window was down. I happened to have it down, and I heard my name, and I told my brother, "I go, I, I think I just heard somebody yell, Sam." He goes, "No, no, there's no way." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pulling over. I, I heard my name." Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? you've heard. Man, that's a good thing you stopped. <laughs> well, and then you come down that, and you were coming fast oh, down gosh, that hill, yes. and then you, and then we, I'm like, "It's Uncle Charlie." <laughs> oh, I was lost, man. Tired. Oh, that's I. I remember right where you were. That that's where miracle. me and Bob drove that red '74 pickup up that thing. No, oh. we drove it up that. We couldn't even see. Well, you drove up there to the get road. my cow. Remember? Yeah. Because I had shot my cow, and it was the two of you. But dad was, I don't think you were there that year. I wasn't. And I'm, you came squirreling up that. We had gotten the oh. elk, and we kept raiding it. We got one down. <laughs> it was a red pickup, wasn't it? Yeah, and you guys came yeah. flying up that road. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know you We didn't know you was up there until you had that thing. You drug it a long ways. Yeah, we did. And, uh, but where me and Bob went was where them, them two guys took their little girls. And these, oh, these girls game, yeah. were like 14 and 15, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they had, well, I don't know what they had, the semi-automatic. I mean, they just went ape shit on a herd elk because they caught them up on top. And me and Bob just hit the ground. Uh, it, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It was crazy. That was, that was a previous, yeah, I remember that year, too. Yeah. There was a lot of elk that year. Oh, yeah. Because I remember there was a lot of cougar activity, too. Oh yeah. yeah, followed that one trail. Yeah, <laughs> we said, "What are we doing?" You know, it was a big pop print. You know, well, I gotta get boys. I do. I gotta head out. Well, we'll do this again. It was fun. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more stories that you guys could tell us. Oh, I know. I was thinking of a lot of stories. I was we, too. We got a lot, a lot. We yeah, we'll definitely that's, do this again. That's a neat album there. That's yeah. a neat album. You know, and it'd be fun to do it with your kids. You know, if you wanted to bring Russell on, you want to bring do it with your boys, or however you want to do it. I think it'd be fun. And me and Dad and my brothers, we could do one too. So that's well, kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. It's great having you guys Energized. here. Yeah, it was well, fun. thanks, Sam. Yeah, yeah. good job. Thank you guys. Good.